23 years ago, the world was changed. In the first game, what would eventually become a borderline obsession for two utter crazies was released <laughs> upon the world. That game was Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 64. And it's time to talk about the past on Supercast Brothers. Hey there, everyone. Uh, Zantok here. We got Jono as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's been 23 years since Smash 64 oh, released cow. in Japan. Give it a couple months and it'll be the same statement in America as well. But the first day of release is what really matters here. And mm -hmm. eventually, you know, we got through Melee, Brawl, Wii U slash 3DS, which is still odd to me. And now Ultimate, and holy shit, it's been some time, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. So it, we decided... Yeah, the world recently changed. Sorry. Yes. So we so decided. we decided that's for the 64th episode of Select Star... Or Super Cast Brothers. That's the other <laughs> show. Uh, <laughs> uh, for the 64th episode of Super Cast Brothers, we were just like... Why not talk about the original Smash Brothers? And the funny thing is, uh, up until a week ago, we had different plans for this episode until we realized, wait, shit, this is episode 64? What are we doing? We gotta change <laughs> gears rapidly. And we did! Uh-huh. Uh -huh. So, we're here now. Yep. Uh, but before we can really go too deep on the subject, uh, hey, how's it going? What's up? How's uh, life been since our last On Topic episode? How's life? How's life? Well, um, first of all, yeah, what what a, what a switch. I think it might have even been less than a week ago where we decided, hey, we're going to change things up. But, um, you know, given it's an easy topic for both of us, it's, it's Smash. I know you did your, your research and got to play in a little bit. And as for me, it was injected into my DNA from the beginning. So, yeah, I remember, and we'll get into this more, but... I remember Smash 64 being like one of the last games of the blockbuster era that I ever mm. got. Um, it being a, getting it as a rental because, you know, my parents were like, what the hell is this with Mario and then the elf man and the fox man and the rat. You, you um, mean Mario, Zelda, and Metroid? Yeah. 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 And Jiggle, can't Metroid you know, that crawl? character that can copy people's ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that one. It's a, it's a pink puffball. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It has a song, too. Okay, so, um... And that became an obsession for me from day one because, uh... We loved the game on rental service, and then I think just returned it the next day and just bought it. Because, mm -hmm. like, holy cow. Um, more on that in a few. Um... No, we also had... Um, like the official artwork for, for Smash Brothers, the character art from that first game. I remember, I mean, this dates us both, but um, if you recall, um, it was fairly popular when I was a little kid anyway, where we would get like our, our uh, moms or whoever to iron on designs onto blank t-shirts. Oh, yeah, t -shirts. yeah. Yep. So she would do that for me with the Smash Brothers part. <laughs> nice. Those nice. And they would be like, whoa, what is that? You know, where did you get that? And I was like, well, we made it at home. And it's like, what? You can you can stitch. Anyway, um, life is fine. Um, you know, having a nice, uh, quiet start to the year, I think, is pretty much the only thing that 
a lot of us could ask for, yeah. given the last couple. So um, that's what it was. I think when we had, no, I, I recall, when we had New Year's Day, um, I stayed up until midnight, even though it's totally arbitrary, because I know all the hillbillies in my neighborhood out here in the rural outskirts of Tucson were going to be up with their rifles and illegal fireworks anyway. So um, <laughs> it's just about... So I stepped outside, watched that for a sec. It was raining, enjoyed the rain. Came back in and, like, ironed clothes and stared into space and then just went back to bed. <laughs> okay. It was a choice. Um, and so, I mean, it's it's a day. I mean, 11.59 turns to 12. Not a whole lot changes, but um, I am being more conscionable with some tasks that I want to pursue this year. I'm doing my post-it note mason jar filled with one thing that i'm grateful with for each day of the year oh wow i'm uh how many of those yeah. are me probably a couple so far yeah that's fair <laughs> and then um i'm also doing a smashtopia submission on our smashtopia wiki not necessarily every day, representative <laughs> of every day of the year. I tend to do them in batches towards like a weekend after I'm done with my day job and just Fair. grind. You um, spend the week thinking so I mean, about them, and then you spend your weekend writing them. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, for the month of January, for instance, imagine that there will be 31 submissions on Smashtopia representing January. Also... Super Cast Brothers submissions will not count towards this goal. Nice. I will feed them into a total so that we can say, oh, I did, you know, if I do, however, say we did 30 things were on Smashtopia in a year. Oh, or episodes, rather, Super Cast Brothers would be like, oh, we've got 395 submissions I did this year, but 365 of them, I want to make sure minimally at minimum, I mean, are um, my own for the wiki, independent of uh, Supercast Brothers. So that's been the mission that I have been bearing. And I and I think it's a nice step. I want to get back into the creative side of my, my, my writing, the more fiction-informed. So um, this is a good first step. You definitely have to be creative and have some elbow grease mm -hmm. for um, a lot of these things some of them are just imports from from the game you know like oh yeah uh big blue blurt from yoshi's it, story any, what does it enemy do? submissions you know? more often than not a lot of times sometimes items too but any submissions are pretty much just like yeah. copy yeah Paste. exactly but you will see i mean like you check out my submissions for like frog e-chair or a pikmin assist trophy that i put out etc and and you have to be more creative so yeah it's been a, it's been I, i've also been giving you mm -hmm. some uh requests of my own is mm -hmm. uh to see like yeah. what you can do with things like the pikmin assist trophy was one that i so it's like do mm -hmm. do it pikmin assist trophy just like i don't know what it looked like but it's just like pikmin have at it and yeah. it's like i've, I've mainly given mm -hmm. you things of like franchises that i know you either know or that shouldn't be too hard to look into things for like pikmin i I, you're not like a Pikmin expert. I don't know if you've even played the games, mm -hmm. but it's not that hard to right. come up with a history for the Pikmin themselves. That's really easy. To Absolutely. Do. Absolutely. But like, mm -hmm. then there's been a few where I've been like, um, like an upcoming one. I gave you something F Zero. I don't care what. 
anything. It can be a character, a stage item, a boss. Don't know how, but I threw it out there. It's like, wild card. Go for it. And then I was just like, will, you should also yeah. do... Um, Oh, I can't remember one of the other ones I gave you right now. Oh, Orochi, uh, uh, a spirit battle for Orochi mm-hmm. from uh, Okami. I was just like, yeah. this is, like I could have done boss, and you and you could have easily done something for that. But I was just like, I don't know, spirit spirits are more interesting to me than bosses because it's like event matches. Event matches are just cool little scenarios, and spirits are just the evolution mm-hmm. of that. So I, I like them. Mm-hmm. Boss fights, they're not as fun to create in terms of Smash reality for me personally mm-hmm. but i was like give me an orochi spirit how are you going to represent that show me yeah yeah that and that was fun um yeah, and as many far more as for me throughout the year go, absolutely absolutely and there will be many more from me on top of that throughout oh the year. yes this is my opportunity to update the website with the, with the wiki rather with uh i don't know 20 more upa submissions and like maybe Easily like could. five more rugrats ones and um Chucky Finster, maybe we'll finally get him a character. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, considering we're going to be doing not. 365... Wait, is this slip here? I don't even know. 365-ish submissions throughout yeah. this entire year, which will bring the wiki to over a thousand pages. By the way, <laughs> we will be hitting that number if you keep this up all year round. Uh, no mm-hmm. pressure. But, um, it's like, I would not be surprised, like, it's like, hey, uh, I need to do some quick and dirty shit. Here's a, a it's like twenty different enemies from Bokute Upa. Done. Good. I have a I have a buffer now. It's like fair enough. That's spirit spirit battles can be like that as well. Spirit battles are super easy to push out there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've I've had fun with it, and and most of them are you know like the the lower rung easier to write things. The items, assist trophies, yeah, spirit enemies enemies are great buffers. Um. And, uh, yeah, like, for example, I, I did, like, five Murasame Castle enemies in a row. <laughs> which also feature on my Murasame Castle stage. Yeah, which makes so, sense. So, um, and that was, that was easy peasy. And, and just, uh, we'll see. But, but it'll be fun to see where it goes. I'm glad that you're partaking with the request because this is also an opportunity to make sure that something you tell me to do actually gets done. Um, <laughs> and we're, uh, we're looking forward to it. Um, I bet you are. But besides, all, all, all the asides, how, how about you? What's going on on your end? So, uh, I mean, life-wise, not much has happened. Uh, obviously, I moved a while back. I've been putting up some more stuff here behind me for display stuff. Like, we got uh, uh, Mighty Pegasus in his Smash mm-hmm. uh, poster. I've got prominently displayed here. I've got uh, a Final Fantasy VII poster, Spider's Dragon, uh, more for Mighty Pegasus. Mewtwo dressed up as M. Bison from Street Fighter, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> I got a little Thwomp plushie, along with some other plushies on my uh, game shelf here. You know, Cubone, Waluigi, Chain Chomp, Bob-omb, Inkling, Spy Fox. Uh, I've got a painting of Baby Mario and Yoshi that a friend of mine did back in high school. Good That's shit. And I've got more that I'm putting, yeah. I'm putting up. Uh, it's just some... When I get more stuff, I might have to rearrange some things. I don't know how that's all going to go down. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, life is settling down now after the move. Because moving is stressful as fuck. You know how bad it can be. <laughs> uh, right now, my only worries are, oh, shit, am I going to have money? <laughs> it's like, 
I, g give me a couple months of pay, and I, I'm going to be in a good spot again. But I'm still in the... It's been a while since I've been this low on money situation, so I, I got a little bit of stress there. Especially when, um, for, for paying, for doing our monthly payments, uh, when we were doing the rental, my brother and I, we, was, we had it set up so that, okay, it's like, okay, I do this percent, he does that percent, just take out whatever it is from our uh, bank account each month. But apparently for buying, for owning a house, you can't do that? It has to all be from one account, the whole payment? And it's like, oh, dear, ouch, ow, that hurts. Fuck me. So I was like, okay, hey, brother, can you just send me a check, I guess, so I can put it into my account each month of his payment was? And so he has his bank. They mailed me a check. It's like, I don't know why it couldn't just be a digital transfer, but what the fuck ever. I was going to say, yeah. like oh, Yeah. Okay. But they mailed the check to me, even though we lived together. And so I tried to... Uh, digitally in, um, put it into my bank using the app that we have and it was rejected. I was like what? <laughs> what the fuck do you mean it was rejected? And it didn't say a reason and my bank is annoying uh, in that it is a small town bank. There's only It's not a chain or anything like that and it's two hours away and for several times, several different things I've tried to use them for things it's, they tell me, oh you have to be in person to do that. I was like I'm two hours away. Go fuck yourself. Not dealing with this bullshit. At some point, I'm mm -hmm. going to be closing that account, or I don't know if I'll close it. I'll just like empty it out, and I'll keep everything transferred off of it. But mm -hmm. I, I can't. I can't deal with that bullshit. I am two hours away. I'm not going to drive to you for every little thing. That's going to be four hours mm -hmm. out of my life for bullshit. No, thank you. Also, I don't have. Yep. Cars are expensive. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that shit. I don't ever go anywhere. People are always just like, what do you mean you don't yeah. have a car or you don't drive? It's like, I don't leave the house. Why would I want a car? Um, it would sit unused 99% of the year. And no. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're, they're, that's like a multi-pronged thing, too. I mean, most of the world's cultures besides America don't yeah. focus on cars and car living nearly as much as we do. Mm -hmm. um, you need to get around somewhere. Call Uber. Call Lyft. Take a bus. Yeah. Take a train. Walk. And it's walk, not whatever. Uber's not that expensive. It's yeah. really not. Yeah. Like, as, if yeah. I had to do it a lot, then it, then it would add up. But as uh, but mm -hmm. as as weird as it is for me to leave the house, and usually when I do leave the house, like I live with Twilix, so we tend to just go mm -hmm. together. If it's for going for the store. We're going to the movie. We just go together. So the amount of times when I'm going somewhere alone, Uber, come on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now that said, yeah, I mean, my DoorDash account has a lot of use. <laughs> Arguably, too much. <laughs> what can I say? But, I mean, outside of that, you know, things are pretty good. Uh, you mentioned some special stuff. Uh, it's January, so that means uh, I created, like, I don't, anybody has gone to the Smashtopia week that we have, uh, you see in the front page just that roster image that shows every character that's on the wiki. Well, it technically doesn't show every character, because I only update it once a year. Because if I updated it every time there was a new character put on the wiki, I would stop doing it. 
But uh, <laughs> I update it at the end of the year, every year. Sometimes we have a new version of it, which has which I'm showing off right here now. Look at that. Look yeah. at all those characters from Mario to Steven Universe. Uh, not all the mm -hmm. veterans of Smash are on the wiki yet. Eventually, they will be. But uh, in time. It's time. In Talk time. with your buddy John o about filling up the site with a few of them this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we haven't. We've only actually had, I think, three characters. Yeah, only two or. There's been three characters put on the wiki so far this year that aren't on this uh, whole image, and that's Ninja Breadman that we did a uh, Smash TV episode about. Recently, Jono over here year. uploaded Leon S. Kennedy from Resident Evil, so that's great. Out of and the then, ether. Uh, yeah. And then Kelly Jelly recently <laughs> uploaded another Capcom zombie game protagonist. I was like, well, all right. So Frank West is there now, too. Uh, I don't know what zombie protagonist is from Capcom left that I can throw up there for me. Uh, Arthur? But it's not, like, focused you know on what? zombies. It'd be... The, like, sure. There's really only those, those two that are zombie-focused, but I guess you could say... Uh, Arthur. You could also say Jill. Morgan. Yep. Well, I mean something that's not oh, Resident yeah. Evil or Dead Rising. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That it does make it difficult, yes. Wow. Um, there's that zombie character from Darkstalkers, isn't there? Yeah, Lord Raptor, which seems like he would actually be kind of fun. Like, I, I yeah. could be convinced to make a moveset for him someday. Nice. Very nice. Um... Yeah, I, before we move on, were, what were you, what were you, bets were you thinking to believe that Leon Kennedy would be my first character submission of the year? I would never have bet on Leon Kennedy. I would have bet yeah, on because, something weird, like Elf yep. Bowling Elf. Yep, yep. Yeah, it, it's oddly straight shooting for me, and it's also just like not a series that... It's a series I know and like, but it's not like top rung. Right. It's not something we talk about all the time. Well, you, uh, you do have a penchant oftentimes for doing some weird stuff, like the diver from Endless Ocean. Yep. You made a move for that. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Polar bear, yep, and uh, several others, but we'll get there. Oh, we're we're gonna get there this year. But uh, in the meantime, enjoy Leon and and oh, Frank yes. West, I, I guess. Yes. Ninja Bread Man. Maybe even Ninja Bread Master. <laughs> My yeah. fan fiction Ninja Bread Man character. <laughs> Should I write Ninja Bread Man fan fiction and post it on the internet? Project Believe. Oh, you could now. You can't do the Bread Man in Project Blue because copyright. But mm -hmm. also, I think that company is dead. But you could do a Ninja Bread Man in Project. Okay, Blue. Benny, wipe the tapes. We're gonna save this for later. You heard him. <laughs> yep. There you go. Well, we'll make sure that Benny's I edit that out. Guy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, Thank things have been Benny. pretty good. Uh, I'm good. looking forward to Legends Arceus, which uh, mm -hmm. I think this is uploading the day after Legends Arceus comes out. I think. Yeah. 
So, uh, by this point in reality, I'll be new, doing nothing but playing that game. I am looking forward <laughs> to it as hell. Yes, I have been looking I will at the leaks. be very happy to play that. Mm -hmm. It looks good. I'll be very happy to play that game, and in the meantime, I'm also playing a game that you don't give a shit about, but I'm very oh. in entertained so far. Yeah, Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, okay. Uh, I actually recently finished yep. the first Greatest Journey game. Sweet. And uh, no spoilers, but I do have to say, honestly, it's a mid-tier to bottom-tier Phoenix right for me. Like, mm -hmm. in, in saying that, you know, it's still good, but in the Phoenix Wright series as a whole, it's not one of the higher ones up for me, which is, I think, a big shame. Uh, I've been told by Kelly mm -hmm. that the second game is a lot better. And, like, I, I kind of told Kelly, like, all my gripes about the first game. And his response basically was like, yeah, they pretty much do better on all the things that you didn't like. It's like, that's good. I, I think yeah. that's great to hear. Like, all my complaints mm -hmm. are improved upon? Yes. Thank you. So eventually <laughs> I'll get to playing that game. I'm hoping to at least do one of the cases before uh, Arceus releases. I'm not going to be able to finish the whole game before. I mean, I thought I probably could, but finish the games, I got to be, like, into it to play it at the time. Yeah, visual novels in general, it's a yeah. certain vibe that I don't get all the time. But when I do, Phoenix Wright is a good oh, yeah. to scratch. Easily. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Wow. Wow. 13, 23 years ago, the world was changed. Now, mm -hmm. Jono, when it comes to Smash 64, uh, I played it a little bit when it was out. Well, only a very small mm -hmm. amount. I never owned a Nintendo 64. My first console was a mm -hmm. PlayStation 1, and then I got a GameCube after that. Funnily enough, I got the GameCube because of Melee. I went to, uh, I spent the night at a friend's house, and he had Melee, and I was just like, Oh my god, this was amazing. And then I got a GameCube not long after that with Melee. Yeah. But, yeah. um... Uh, I only played a little bit of 64. Like, I played the demo kiosk at Toys R Us. And then mm -hmm. there was an after-school program that I went to. I don't remember much about it. Because this was obviously years ago. I was eight years old when this game released. Uh, mm -hmm. And they had it there, and I played a little bit of it then. But not... My, my memories of it are minimal. I remember Jigglypuff and being confused why Jigglypuff yeah. was in the game. But other than that, I don't know a lot. Uh, I recently played, like, the last couple of days, I uh, got an emulator for it, so I was playing it. So I could, like, kind of get some experience in it. But uh, what about you? Like, you, you were there in, back in the day. Yeah. What, what, was, what was young Jono exposed to Smash for the first time? T tell me about that. Okay, um, had a little bit, little bit of that as a Perkis story earlier. Uh, young Jono was, what was it? It was Mar like March, nineteen ninety what nine? Okay, uh, April. I think when it came old. out in America. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so April. Okay, sweet. So you were eight years old. <laughs> you were like I, six. I think I was newly six, like a month after Smash oh. released, I turned six years old. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, and and the Nintendo sixty four was my fir- was my first console that was my own. My sister had a Super Nintendo, uh, Game Boy, whatever. Yeah, but, uh, Nintendo sixty four was my first. Yeah. I, I had technically I had a Game Boy Color first before the PlayStation, but as far as like consoles mm-hmm. were concerned, nothing until then. And we didn't even have a memory yeah. card because you know that was unheard of at the time. Right, right, yeah, and, and thinking about a, oh yeah, like we had the discussion too, like back when I was maybe six or seven, like, oh, what's a memory card for? What's the difference between a memory card and a rumble pack? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, or I feel like it's in the name. <laughs> okay, expansion pack. That's fair. What the fuck yeah. is it? Like nobody knows what the expansion pack is. We thought it was so necessary, and I remember having one, and then I don't think I had any game that actually used it. So then it's... wasn't it just Banjo Kazooie in Donkey Kong sixty four? Weren't those the only two games that actually used it? I think Majora's Mask may have. Okay, maybe I'm gonna have to look into because I knew it wasn't much. Okay. Hmm. I remember making a big stink about it, reading about it in, in, in Nintendo Power and all sorts of junk, and then just having it. <laughs> there were four games that required the expansion pack. Donkey Kong 60... Actually, technically three. Uh, Donkey Kong 64, Majora's Mask, mm-hmm. Perfect Dark, and then Dinosaur Planet would have used it if it wasn't cancelled. Uh, and if oh. if you have like a leaked copy of it, you do still need to use it. But then there were several other games that were improved if you had the expansion mm-hmm. pack, but they weren't required for it. Like right. if you used it on Pokemon Stadium Two, they would increase the game's resolution to six forty by four eighty. Okay, interesting, interesting. Which wouldn't have mattered because I played uh, every Nintendo sixty four game I owned on a TV roughly the size of my laptop, which was like 17 inches. Yeah. <laughs> With a built CR. And CR TV lines. And again, I used to record my gameplay as like the world's first Let's Play. <laughs> uh, I wish I could find those. It, it's a damn shame that you can't find that footage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, find it, overlay commentary on it 20-something years later. Holy cow. Hell that, yeah. That would be cold. That would be... One of these I, days, I would be like, hey, way out trail, uh, we're uploading a guest Let's Play to the channel here. I don't care if you don't like it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Said it wouldn't be the first time I fucked myself. Anyway. Um, <laughs> hey, Mike. So, um, super cast brothers and stuff. Yeah, um, again... Back in the in the nineties and eighties and two thousands, you know, basically any time that isn't now or into the mid mid two thousands was really where rentals started to die in in the gaming Netflix. industry, the media industry. Yeah, Netflix came in, Game and Flight. they just started with DVDs themselves, and then uh, yeah, yeah, game. But then uh, they exploded. GameFly's still around, thankfully, and their their sales are awesome. For, uh, for I, I used to rent games from Gamefly, but I don't. Like, but I don't do it anymore. Yeah, the the mail in thing is even our even an archaic structure now. Yeah. Even though, but to be fair, what else can they do? You can't rent a download mm-hmm. code for a game. 
<laughs> hey, you want me to rent a download code from you guys? Thanks, sucker. <laughs> um, but yeah, we again um, every every week, and this is probably for a lot of '90s kids. Sounds familiar. We would go to the Blockbuster, which was about a mile away from my house. By the grocery store, they would always shop at. So that way, you know, my parents could strategically map out the day. Like, we're not going to take this fucking six-year-old to, to Blockbuster for a video game without picking up our bread. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Pizza and shit. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and, you know, I, I remember renting a lot of Nintendo 64 and Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance and GameCube games back in the early 2000s, late 90s. Um like and and that was a great opportunity to try some stuff and make sure that you liked it before you bought it um saved us from buying things like that godzilla game on the gamecube <laughs> or uh, but i still somehow ended up with march of the minis the m&m's game on game boy color i had that too well i think twilix is one that had Sweet. it but yeah Sweet. i also played donkey kong country for the first time on game boy color that was weird Ooh. um <laughs> they weren't great on Game Boy. No, not really. Um, but when when this is over, yeah, there's we, a there's a Donkey Kong Country Let's Play I'm gonna show you. It is a oh, it is an art piece. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, we rented Super Smash sixty four. Um, didn't really know a whole lot about it besides Mario being on the cover. I mean, again, I was six. Um, and I think it, I think it could have been the second game like I literally ever played mm -hmm. on my own. Uh, Super Mario sixty four being the first. Oh, and then there was this weird game where you ran around a three D maze and there was like cubes falling from the sky that could kill you, and it scared me because the game over screen was a gravestone that was like you are dead, <laughs> which was it sucked. But um, I, so those that game came with my sixty four from Best Buy. But um, so it was the third game I ever played. Tetrisphere. Um, I I don't know. I don't think it was Tetris though. It was like literally, it was like a polygon polygonal dude walking through a three D maze. And uh, yeah, not Tetrisphere because that's Tetris with three D. Oh, Wet Tricks. Looks similar. What was it? Wet Tricks. Wet Maybe. trees. I don't know. I'm. I searched for N64 game maze cubes fall from sky. Unless this was all a fever dream, it wasn't wet tricks either. <laughs> what is the Kirby-like creature on the front cover of that game? My God. I don't know. Um, that's interesting. I don't know. It, it was a dark aesthetic. Um, kind of like a Matrixy looking game. Ah. Uh, but while you look for that, we'll continue with the story. Um, yeah, rented it. Got, that's And Smash is how I... So we rented it and then bought it within the same week because the game was great for the time. We, I'm sure we'll get into how it's archaic by today's standards. Uh, for back in the day, it was like the first major crossover fighting game. First yeah. of all, in the Nintendo platform, featuring Nintendo characters at all. Um, so it, it hit an unprecedented territory. Um and so that was, you know, where it lacked in gameplay, um, made up for it with some old childhood ingenuity and uh, fantasy. So that became the talk of the playground. 
uh, Trevor and I as intrepid six-year-olds would uh, play Super Smash Brothers out on the playground, and by that I mean we role-played as the characters and pretended we were hitting each other and got called out by the yard duties every day. Um, they gave fire! <laughs> they're like, oh, you can't pretend that you're hitting each other because we think you really are. Don't do it again or we'll have to pull your card. Freeze, you know. Uh, oh, those were the days. So anyway, um, yeah, Trevor was loved Ness back in the day. That's how he got involved with Earthbound. That's how I got involved with Fire Emblem, and a lot of people did in the Melee days. Um, but not only that, I'm pretty sure Smash 64, given that I was a dumb child, was the first time that I was exposed to a lot of those characters. Besides the Mario and Luigi and then Pikachu and Jigglypuff, I don't think I was familiar with anyone, even Link. Um, so, hmm. yeah. I mean, uh, for, oh, for me, you know. like, obviously I knew Mario, mm -hmm. I knew Yoshi, I knew Donkey Kong, uh, Pikachu, Luigi, Jigglypuff, obviously. Mm -hmm. I think that might have been the only ones I... No, no, I definitely knew who Link was. I knew who Link was. Mm -hmm. I won't say... Probably. Uh, I don't think I knew mm -hmm. Metroid. I didn't know Kirby back then. Star Fox. I definitely didn't know FC or Earthbound. No fucking way. <laughs> but I mean, since yeah, 64, uh... like, those were the characters that were being marketed, anyways. 64 has mm -hmm. the infamous commercial of the guys oh, dressed up yeah. as Mario, Yoshi, uh, I think Pikachu and Donkey Kong were the other two. And they were just mm -hmm. beating the shit out of each other. And this commercial was like, what <laughs> is this game? And it's, it's it's beautiful. If you've never seen the commercial for the original Smash 64 game, do yourself a favor. Pause this video. Or wherever you're watching this. Go to YouTube. Look it up. It's amazing. I love it. Gaming... Together. The... the Old school gaming had some weird marketing for games. Still does sometimes. But 64, Smash 64 was just a beautiful commercial. Whoever mm -hmm. came up with that idea was a genius. Because that's how I learned about the game. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. think that it's, that's probably a part of why Smash 64 did really well. It's just like, that was a great way to promote it. Yeah. And that, that I'm, gosh... Um, you'd say borderline obsession. I think at this point it's obsession, obsession for both of us. Um, but uh, what I think it really launched my passion for gaming, period. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, Super Mario 64, I mean, that's one thing, right? It's a great game. Um, the one with the maze thing that scared me, that was never going to help me. That's kind of traumatized me. That um, I still talk about that with my therapist. Um, but... Smash 64, I mean, the, 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 the introduction to all those different franchises. Uh, I remember talking with my mom when I was a kid about wanting to go to the mall, wanting to explore, you know, the uh, uh, the game stores, like software, etc., or whatever, uh, saying, oh, let's look for, uh, I want an action figure of Fox McCloud. And they're like, who the hell is that? Let's go to... <laughs> because it was very difficult up until the Amiibo era. Yeah to find represent representation in like physical form collectors items action figures of these characters yeah and because we were going to these stores where they were making these video game action figures for you know 30 year old men and not 
six-year-old kids, it was very difficult to explain or afford it. So yeah. at the end of the day, I ended up having a few Mario characters from McDonald's Happy Meals. <laughs> and Mar- then Amiibo came out in mass. Later. I want to say that like Mario and Mario adjacent is really the only things that Nintendo did toys for back in the day. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm and aware, then, look- I mean, obviously Rob exists, but I don't think that quite counts mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. They looked pretty janky back in the day, though, too. Like, yeah. it, it's funny. The, the the production quality has certainly went up, even on the mainline Mario stuff. Like, I'm yeah. going to get them right now. I'll show you a couple of the old toys that I have from back then. Um, it'll be just a sec. Very well. Uh, I guess while he's doing that, so as I mentioned, uh, I didn't really get to play, to play Smash 64 much as a kid. It just wasn't a thing for me. Um, I didn't have an N64, didn't have access to it. Uh, my grandmother had a Super Nintendo that I played whenever I went to her house, so my big games growing up were, you know, Mario RPG, Mario 3, Yoshi's Island was huge for me. Hell look, I got a painting for it right there. Um, Mario World, which is the best Mario platformer, the best 2D Mario platformer, period. Uh, Mario 3 is second place, but nothing else comes close. So it really wasn't until Melee for me when I jumped on board for Smash. But as soon as I did, it was like, oh shit, this my thing. Uh, and I was just so damn into it. Um, unfortunately, when I was playing 64 earlier today, I, I was not good. I was not very good at all. I don't know if it's just the game itself and its older mechanics, or if it was just something with the emulator or my controller or what do, because it, I sure as hell was not using a normal controller. But it felt like the characters were just like very slippery. Uh, and, and it was fast move, a lot faster move than I was expecting. And now we have a Mario plush, which looks good. That's a good, Luigi looks a little bit off, but literally there's something wrong with Luigi's face here. I don't know what what it is, but oh, that is definitely the Yoshi from uh, Mario RPG. Cause he is fat. <laughs> These were on my backpack in elementary school. They're like they're like over. They're probably twenty years old. Hey, speaking of uh, fat video game character merchandise, fat Pikachu. Pikachu, better than better than modern Pikachu. I'll say it. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yep, it spins around too. You can pull back on it. Mm-hmm. You fat Pikachu, you say? Yes. Firstly, I do enjoy me a fat Pikachu. Oh my god! I just remember that as a kid, I had Pikachu slippers. Sweet. You know Holy I shit! Too. I forgot all about mm-hmm. those. Unlocking. Oh the my numbers. god. Can I find a picture of that shit? Nice. 1998. Uh, that's them. Yes, these. Oh my god, I gotta get. I gotta get a picture of these up. I used to have these. Sweet. Oh man. I'll have to, I'll have to send it to you as well. This but uh. Oh yeah, that's the same Bob. Oh my god. Bob, you had. 
Oh, and I also think it's funny. You have a Black Yoshi painting in my... That is not Yoshi. Black Yoshi. It looks black from here. That's because it's a... It's far away. Dark and the, ca the camera quality yeah. doesn't show it too well from that distance. Right. Okay, well, I have a Black Yoshi plush regardless, I guess. Oh, that's cool. I like the painting, though. So, so these are the Pikachu slippers that I had as a kid. Uh, it was a thing... I, I wore them around the house because why the hell not? Nobody can tell me what to do. But I had that shit. Oh, <laughs> you know it's funny. So did I. Nice. I had that same pair. Nice. Yeah. Wait. Nice. Very cool. <laughs> so you're saying that that um. So Smash 64 wasn't up to you, up to snuff for you recently. Um, it really wasn't. Uh, but a lot of that is just me looking back on this game. Twenty three years later, I played Melee Brawl for Ultimate, so I have all these expectations in my mind of how things work, and mm -hmm. that definitely affected my gameplay. Like, I did a dash attack as Link, and it wasn't the dash attack I was expecting. Uh, I did a forward aerial as Mario, and it was not the forward aerial I was expecting. And obviously, you know, there are no side specials in Smash 64. If you, mm -hmm. if you hold forward on the control stick and you press the special button, you're just doing their neutral special move. Mario's throwing a fireball, not a cape. Link is still throwing a boomerang. The bow and arrow wasn't added until melee, which is wild to me. They put in Link, but not having a bow and arrow. That's wild. I don't know what led that science decision, but god, wow, okay. But uh, I didn't get to play it as much as I wanted to in preparation for this. Uh, I think I got to play classic mode with six different characters, and I unlocked uh, Jigglypuff and Captain Falcon. Wasn't able to unlock Ness. I was trying to, but uh, it's you have to play on normal difficulty, only use three lives, and if you use a continue, then you lose. So, mm -hmm. I, uh, I wasn't able to get Ness. If I got him, I was going to work on Luigi next. I just Because Luigi, you have to clear, uh, break the targets with all eight starting characters. And I did mm -hmm. break the targets with a couple of them. Uh, I think I cleared it with Pikachu and Link. But, uh, no, I think, yeah, I did it with Samus as well. But Mario, I failed on. I failed with Captain mm -hmm. Falcon as well. But he doesn't count for that unlockable. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was... It was definitely, if, if I had played it back in the day, I would, I'm sure I would have fonder memories of it, but just playing it now with the future knowledge that I have, I didn't strictly enjoy it, but that's not the game's fault. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the difference right. of 23 years and how things have changed. Uh, I do think that it yeah. is very rough, uh, especially mm -hmm. if, like, in, Again, this is me looking back, but it felt very, very not great, which is funny because I also played Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl recently, kind of just to see what that would be like, and I did not think that was a very good game at all. Oh my god, it's got its problems. Just the menuing sometimes is a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. But um, I think part of why Snap 64 succeeded is, first of all, the huge crossoverness of the Nintendo characters. Never done before. 
had never been done before. The closest we'd ever had to that was, and I'm not even sure if this game was before Smack 64 or not. I think it might have been. But um, a wart and a chain chomp and I think other, some minor Nintendo stuff appearing in Link's Awakening is like the closest we've really ever had to a Nintendo crossover before Smash. Mm -hmm. So that, that element was like huge for it. There's also the fact that while Smash wasn't the original platform fighter, uh, there weren't really any other ones that were like hugely popular that were competing with it. Now, any t anybody that dares to make a platform fighter is being compared to Nintendo and Smash Brothers, whether that's fair or not. But Smash 64 mm -hmm. did not have to deal with that problem. And then Melee came out uh, a little under three years later. And I get the feeling that it was greenlit pretty much immediately after 64 released. Because, hey, they wanted, that, mm -hmm. uh, they wanted it to be a launch title for the GameCube. And Sakurai was able to take anything Absolutely. that was uh, a bit rougher about 64 and polish it up. And he did damn good. Polish it up and, yeah. And to the point where even the, uh, you know, uh, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, even what was not polished in Melee has become beloved and kind of a part of the, the gameplay, like wave dashing, um, etc. So, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I, I think, um, and it's funny because having played it recently myself, I was thinking, you know what, the controls are, are pretty tight, I'm thinking, but uh, still, for back then at the very least. Um, mm -hmm. but, I, but I think it's coming from that perspective. I think if you're playing it now, having played the other Smashes, you're not going to get another smash out of it. It is definitely um, a historical item, kind of an artifact. Um, I think my fondness of it comes from having been there and having playing it. And that, that's, that just comes yeah, from Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like it's it's um, hard but, yeah. to play a game back from that era or older that you never played before and playing it now, having seen what modern gaming is like. Last year, I played Earthbound for the first time. And it was a bit of a rough experience for me, not because Earthbound is bad, but because I have all of these uh, expectations from both people hyping up the game, but also how modern gaming and modern RPGs work now, and having to go into the mechanics of an old Super Nintendo RPG, when especially from a company that didn't really do RPGs, like, yeah, Final Fantasies 4, 5, and 6 were on the Super Nintendo, and... All of them, in my opinion, which I might have some pushback here, but they were better than, than Earthbound. Uh, to their credit, Square Enix made a lot of RPGs, so they figured things out. Nintendo hadn't really made much. So there was mm -hmm. some things with Earthbound that I had struggles with, like the menuing and the inventory management. Uh, so it's, it's just going back well. from... like If I played Earthbound when it was new on Super Nintendo, I probably would have really enjoyed it. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, Super Mario RPG mm -hmm. has a little bit of menuing jank. A little bit. And uh, its inventory is better than Earthbound's, but it's still a management that you have to deal with. But that's a game that I played as a kid, and I look back on that game fondly. Meanwhile, somebody that would only yeah. be playing that game for the first time now may have may not like it for the same issues that I had struggles with Earthbound, so... It's fair. You know, so uh, why why do you want Gino in Smash? <laughs> you know? Because I love the game. 
Uh, you mentioned that something yeah. as well about how the game controlled cleanly. I had to edit the controls for my controller because uh, <laughs> Shield was on the Z button. You know what we don't have on controllers now? A Z button. Also, mm-hmm. do you know how you jump in Smash 64? The C stick! What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit! So I remapped all of the C sticks to the Y button. Because, like, fuck that shit. Because, like, you know, the the second control stick is for smash attacks now. So I'm over here trying to do smash attacks, and so it's just like, why am I jumping? What is happening here? Also, charging up attacks in 64, the charge is like a half second and it just happens. There is no holding on to that charge at all. There, there was a mm-hmm. lot that I had to get used to uh, mm-hmm. and like kind of relearn from modern Smash. Yeah. And it was yeah. definitely yeah. challenging. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. Interesting. I didn't have the C stick problem. Maybe on the N sixty four, but well the GameCube controller they let you do the usual tilt. Yeah. Uh that's funny. That's funny. Um yeah, I, I can understand that. I, I think uh that's, that's I mean that's a decent consensus to come to. It was uh brilliant for the time and that's what launched the series. If you're going back to it and you've never played it before <laughs> It could be a little, little interesting. Yeah. Um, as a lot of games from from older eras can be. I think. Um, also, I'm and, sorry. It wasn't a C stick. They, it was yeah. before C buttons, like the the yellow sure. D pad that yeah. these had. That's what I meant by C stick. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, but uh, but no denying that it has a, a revolutionary legacy. And this, oh yeah, this really lined up well as well. 64th episode really closely timed to the 23rd anniversary of the yeah, game about a week uh, after the anniversary yeah 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 so that's that's cool in itself too that's cool in itself too i'm, I'm glad we uh changed things up yeah uh, a few a few days ago <laughs> we made the right move uh-huh so yep. something i want to talk about here with smash 4 obviously what do we talk about the most about smash the characters Right. So let's let's look at the characters that were in this first game uh, for a bit here. Uh, and most of these characters, I think, they make a lot of sense. Like, yeah, this character should be added to the game. Like, obviously, you gotta have Mario, right? Mario, mm-hmm. Mario has to be in the game. If you don't have Mario, then what's the fucking point? So obviously they had to have him. You had to have Link as well. Mario and Zelda were the biggest fucking things for Nintendo. Uh, Samus it was also fairly big at that time. She was she was mm-hmm. pretty popular. Uh, the Donkey Kong countries were were loved. Uh, Yoshi was really an attachment to Mario, but uh, I mean, uh, they had two good games for Yoshi uh, between Yoshi's Island on the Super Nintendo, and they had um, Yoshi's Story on the N sixty four, which uh, certain people think is the best Yoshi game ever, and they're wrong. Uh, Kirby. Always gonna that tough ball's always loved. Uh, let's see here. Pikachu Pokemon was fucking huge. Pokemon blew the hell up, and then it's just like we're here now forever. You can't get rid of me. Good mm-hmm. luck. Uh, I'm not sure if Star Fox 64 was before Smash 64 or not, but even then, we had Star Fox on the uh NES, 
I think it was on the NES or maybe it was Super Nintendo. And Super there's the cancelled yeah, Super Nintendo. And then there was the cancelled Star Fox Two project, so there was Fox. And then it got a little bit weirder. Uh Luigi, you know, sure. Uh they were just like, Hey, we need we have some extra characters, we can make Luigi off of Mario, sure, that's easy. And it's like, what about Jigglypuff? Uh okay. Change Why? The same, now, we we know now that Jigglypuff was added because it was very easy to take Kirby's existing model and convert it to Jigglypuff. So they were able to get that one done a lot easier than if they had added in a character like, say, Mock Rider. Mock Rider would have been a, quite a bit uh, more difficult of a work. But then we also had Captain Falcon. Which F-Zero, as far as I'm aware, was not very big at the time. Uh, to, to my knowledge, it wasn't. There's an F-Zero on the Super Nintendo, and there's an F-Zero, uh, I think it's F-Zero X. That was on the Nintendo 64, which I, I haven't played it. I played the Super Nintendo one a little bit, and oh my god, no. I hate it. Bad. <laughs> and... Yeah. We know that Captain Falcon was uh, based off of the uh, one of the, one of the characters that was going to be the beta version of Fantastic Four when it was like the Dragon King, whatever it was called. And they took one of the characters from that and they essentially converted into Captain Falcon. So that was easily be done for him. But then mm-hmm. we had Ness from Earthbound, which N- Ness like some people would like to say that Smash Bros. likes to have like the what the fuck character choice, like a character that nobody really mm-hmm. would see coming and. People go like it's a head scratcher for people. Uh, Mr. Game and Watch, Rob, We Fit Trainer—they all kind of fit into that barrel. People have said Jigglypuff for Special Store. You know what? That's fair. But I would also say that Captain Falcon and Ness kind of fall into that banner too. Uh, it's prob- probably probably less so for the Japanese fan base, but I don't suspect Earthbound was super popular in America at the time. I could easily be wrong. Um, I wasn't. I don't know about. I wasn't plugged into message boards at that time of life. So I could be wrong. But from my understanding of things, those were the characters that people had the biggest who reaction towards. <laughs> so seeing them yeah. be included uh, is wild to me. And if they weren't in that Smash, I don't know if we would have ever had them. Captain Falcon, I definitely think we would have never gotten if he wasn't in Smash 64. Uh, if we didn't have Ness, yeah. then we probably would have gotten Lucas and Melee. And then we would just have mm-hmm. Lucas, period, moving on. But we probably would have mm-hmm. never gotten Ness. Mm-hmm. Maybe in like, yeah, maybe like Smash 4 might have added him as like, hey, here's a costume for Lucas. It's Ness, kind of like Olivar and Elf. I can see that maybe <laughs> happening. But if yeah. they weren't in the original, I don't think they would become Smash mainstays. Jigglypuff as well. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Jigglypuff wouldn't have made it later on. I mean, there's more important characters. You think about Jigglypuff. If it weren't for the Kirby model thing, people would be asking, "Why not you too? Why not Meowth?" You know. Um, as far as Captain Falcon goes, um, agreed. Because as F Zero X was fairly popular, F Zero GX was amazing and and very well loved. But um, but GX was GameCube. Nintendo. Yeah. And Nintendo didn't seem to quite love F-Zero enough anyway, so it would have died with the GameCube, and um, 
nothing more would have really come of it. Yeah. Which is then Captain Falcon. I mean, he's so identifiable now. Like so many people know and love Captain Falcon for his inclusion in Smash, and yeah, he has ascended to a meme now. So it's, uh, I mean, he it's he could have had a chance in melee. I I, I could see him possibly being added to melee. Because uh, Sa- Sakurai was just like Sakurai was into things like oh Mock Rider would be cool, but how would I do him without his bike? But then he's also mm-hmm. like Captain Falcon without the Blue Falcon. I feel like if you can do one, you could do the other, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's like I, I think I think Captain Falcon would have been on the table for melee, whether or not he would have been picked or not. Who knows? But if he hadn't been, never. Ever would have been on the table again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ness. I think Ness might be like the biggest WTF character from Smash. Because um, I remember when I first fought Ness, and the character silhouette came on the screen, and you're like, "What is this?" And you see him, and you're like, "Whoa!" I mean, I was I was a six year old short child with mm-hmm. black hair. I was like, "Wow, it's me." <laughs> Representation matters. Yeah, (laughs) precisely. And you know who I was most excited for out of those characters? Luigi. Because I knew who he was when I was a six-year-old boy. I would smack myself upside the head right now. I'm like, come on. He doesn't even have his own voice in this game. They just sped up Mario's voice. Luigi is also the only of the four unlockable characters in 64 that you fight normally in in classic mode. Because mm-hmm. you fight a team-up of Mario and Luigi, but you never fight Jigglypuff, Captain Falcon, or Ness. They can appear as your ally in either the 2v2 battle or the one against Giant Donkey Kong, but you will never fight against them. Right. Which I find right. interesting. Oh, Giant Donkey Kong, what a throwback. Yeah. I, I, I kind of makes me wonder, and I have no evidence on this at all, but it kind of makes me wonder if Luigi originally wasn't going to be unlockable. Because he's the only mm-hmm. unlockable character that's in the class mode, I kind of wonder if he was supposed to be base game. Or not base game, but like starting mm-hmm. starting roster. But Sakurai decided that the roster looked really weird having three unlockable slots and not four. And it would look kind of lopsided. Like, we know that he doesn't really care to square off the menus for for the roster select screen, which is fair enough. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that's a pain in the ass. But, um... Yeah. Considering that the four unlockable slots on 64 are, like, visible, I could kind of see him saying, like, you know what, this looks weird having nine be starting and then there's just, like, three mystery boxes. Let's just make one another one be a mystery box. I believe that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. And then um, another character I wanted to talk about a little bit, too, is Fox. Mm. Because, um... Again, I, I think, yeah, 64 was about before, um, before Smash Brothers, but um, regardless, this was the first time that we really saw Fox fighting at length on foot. Oh, uh, Surfax 64 was, is two years older than uh, uh, Smash. Wow. All right, that explains it. Yep. But, um, you know, this is the first time we really see Fox fighting at length on his feet, so they really had to say, how are we going to... Exp- uh, create this space pilot yeah. character who's never been seen outside of a tank or a spaceship. Fox, Fox and Captain Falcon both him? had yeah. that. Yeah. So Sakurai had to be very, very, very liberal with his creativity. And uh, that's when we first got those first taste of like him 
really stretching his noodle and which is you yeah know, more or less what he's known for now uh so i thought fox's inclusion was really cool as well uh we don't need three versions of his moveset but it was really cool uh yeah, like, and, F- um, fox kept falcon had to have a lot of creativity uh donkey kong mm-hmm. didn't need it but he got the creativity and i don't know why why was spinning kong created i, I don't Becker's okay. like, this is funny. <laughs> like, to yeah, be fair... Nest, I mean, Paula taught her him all his moves. <laughs> to be fair, what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, to be fair, like, Donkey Kong, imagining him going, like, some, something that would allow him to have some kind of vertical movement, there's really not much that I can think of for that. But I definitely would never have come up with Spinning Kong. Yep. I would have probably called it, like, Helicon. Uh, you can't. That's too somewhere to hell. We'll we'll upset the uh, one million moms. We can't do that. Oh my god! <laughs> it was back in those days. Good lord! And um, it's these days too, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. People. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 People. But maybe Just like uh, every uh, other uh, character uh, is, in, in my opinion, fairly well represented. Like I don't know a lot of people want a refresh for Samus and to a lesser degree a refresh mm-hmm. for Mario because uh, mm-hmm. they're not as well represented as they could be. And I mean, in a lot of less because like Mario gets new power-ups every freaking day and Samus is strangely floaty. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, th- I think there could be something's done better with your moveset. Like, representing Morph Balls, yes, cool. The Morph Ball Bomb sucks though. It sucks. Mm-hmm. 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 And the, the charge beam is not how her beam is in Metroid at all. So that's that's mm-hmm. always been one that people kind of put it out. Personally, I think the missiles are fine, though. If I was going to change the missiles, I'll just add in uh, an ice uh, option. Yeah. Yeah. Or we can just have Anthony uh, Riggs come in for ice. <laughs> yeah, we'll just <laughs> tell her that she's not allowed to use her power-ups. Sorry, lady. Oh, there you go. There you go. Remember me? <laughs> Who are you? I'm Anthony. No one knows who that is. It's <laughs> wild to be tangent onto Metroid Other End for a moment here. The first trailer shows an image of this dude who's just looking at Samus like, "Remember me?" And everybody who's watching this is like, "No." Should we? And it turns out, no. He's a new character. Why did they make his whole thing be, remember me? We don't know you yet. We've never met. How oh can we remember God. you? What the fuck? So stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Like, if he was at least a character from, like, Metroid Comics, then it'd be like, okay, that's an interesting throwback. But no. Yeah. He's a wholly new character. Like, what the fuck? Oh. Oh, my Fucking word. other M. Yeah, um... What was it? Ten... Twelve years after Smash 64 was released, Nintendo was proving that they could still release games that were technically and... in other senses, worse. So... Alright. Anyway. So... Yeah. Uh, you mentioned earlier, people talking about, like, why we get Jigglypuff when we could have had Mewtwo or Meowth. 
And that just brings to mind, uh, there's rumors all the times for Smash about characters that were playing for the game but got cut or were considered for one reason or another but just didn't make it. There's, there's that conversation for every Smash game. And mm-hmm. it tends to lead to crazy rumor mills. It's like we've seen people say that like, oh, Bowser was first was worked on for Smash 64. Mewtwo was worked on. Meowth. Sigurd. Balloon Fighter. Most of it's yeah. bullshit. Most of it's Bomberman. bullshit. Um, Sonic. Biomirror. Oh, God. No. Uh, <laughs> now, the people at Source Gaming, they, 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 they are good at their job. They are very good at both doing the translations of all Sakurai's columns. They're, they scour the Japanese message boards, uh, finding things. And they've been going through for all the Smash games. They've been just trying to say, like, okay... Let's separate rumor from fact to try to figure out which characters actually were considered for other Smash games, who actually wasn't, and maybe why they got removed for one reason or another. And uh, some of the popular ones that turn out to be bullshit that people have said, like, oh, these were considered for Smash 64. Sigurd was not. Mm-hmm. They, they couldn't find anything... Uh, from Sakurai or Nintendo mentioning Sigurd in the original Smash Brothers. Similarly, Meowth was not planned. There's no references on anything to do with Meowth, despite people claiming that he was scrapped for Jigglypuff. Pit. There you, there was an old rumor saying that Pit was going to be in Smash 64, but was canned because they couldn't figure out how to get his wings to work correctly. Bullshit. Peach. Another one. Uh, from what the people at Source Gaming could figure out, the only four characters... That they could find any evidence for that were either worked on or at least considered for Smash 64 that just didn't make the cut were Mewtwo, Bowser, King Dandaday, and Marth. Eventually, all four of them would get added into Smash, three of them mm-hmm. in Melee and then one in Brawl. But those are the only characters that they could find anything on. Uh, apparently, when it came to Marth, Sakurai said, this is actually from Fire Emblem's 25th anniversary, is when he mentioned this. That he wanted to include Martha in the original game, uh, but there were some feet. But for already for Smash 64, there were a lot of things that were just being barely finished in time, and the four unlockable characters were created pretty much at the last minute. That part, I, I don't know if it's strictly last minute, but they were created on the basis that they could just reuse assets from other characters, both their movements and their models, so they were able to be done a lot faster. No, the same thing that we had with Melee with characters like, you know, Roy. Peach, Dr. Mario, mm-hmm. Ganondorf, all of them were uh, that same kind of thing. So Marth missed the yeah. cut on being that because he would have been too unique. If if they were able to get him slaughtered in, he would have been a modified Link. That's that's mm-hmm. what would have happened. Uh, apparently, uh, and then Bowser and King K- and King Dedede, he mentioned that they actually did work on them and that they were both partially complete at one point. So mm-hmm. we could have had them. We probably would have had, it, it was probably one of those things where it's like, okay, I can add one more character, or I can add these four characters, which has happened in, like, uh, Melee as well. It was one character or these seven other characters, and they went for the four that they could easily do. I'm guessing we probably would have had Bowser as our uh, character out of that, but who knows? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then Mewtwo, they mentioned that, uh, let's see here, he was... Uh, he just says Mewtwo was actually planned to appear during development, but due to a variety of issues with me, was cut. 
how far he got into consideration, if there was any work on him, unknown. But we know that he was up there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were probably other characters that were on their list of potentials, but nothing, no word has come out of it. Apparently, they even considered having the other Star Fox members be alts for Fox, kind of like with how Bowser Jr. works, which would have been amazing. That would have been really yeah. fucking cool. And then yeah. we learned... Yeah. Uh, during Brawl's development, we learned that the final smashes were going to be in Smash 64 originally. He's had that idea from the beginning. And people have found voice clips of a few of the characters announcing their final smash, which is crazy. Like, holy shit. Nice. <laughs> that, that's probably one of the features that they that they were having problems with, I would assume. And it got cut at the end because they couldn't get it to work. That, that I would so. believe there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it, it's wild that the this this game of twelve characters has exploded into nearly a hundred. There's mm-hmm. a lot of fighting games out there. I really Most... am... mm-hmm. no, go on. Oh no, sorry. Okay, I, all I was gonna say is I really enjoyed how Ultimate handled that as well, explaining the legacy of Smash sixty four. Yeah, with the opening roster being as slim as it was. Yeah, like yeah, uh, th- there's there's debate between different people about like. We want a lot of unlockables. We want no unlockables. You know, there's a lot of people have like their own opinion on that. And fair enough. Uh, I think, though, having a lot of unlockables is fine as long as it's not a pain in the ass to unlock them. Melee mm-hmm. is a pain in the ass to unlock these characters. <laughs> oh my god. Now, it's like they all have like. There's a special requirement that they all have. Or you can just play a thousand versus matches. Yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, Brawl introduced um, also being able to unlock them in Self-Space Emissary. And I think Smash 4... I don't remember how Smash, how Smash 4 did it. Smash 4 had minimal unlocks, though, which I was okay with. But Ultimate started us out with the original 8. Or was it originally original 12? I thought it was 8. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was like 3 or 4 different ways that you could unlock every character. And I was like, that's cool. And, then, and none of them were difficult. It's like, fuck yes. Give mm-hmm. me that. Uh, I, I was I thought it was so cool uh, when, when Sakurai alluded in like, I think it was the first trailer for Ultimate that like, we were starting roster maybe as small as the original game. And there's a lot of debate about, what the mm-hmm. fuck? What do you mean? We need to know more. And I, I thought that was cool that they did that. Mm-hmm. That you had to slowly mm-hmm. get everyone. That was awesome. But Smash yeah. 64, the unlocks... Uh, I don't think they're strictly too difficult. They can be a little bit annoying. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was too difficult. Uh, let me have it up here. So there were four unlockable characters, one unlockable stage, then two unlockable... I str- it's I struggle to call these modes, but technically they were considered modes at the time. But I mean, there was Jigglypuff, which literally just beat classic mode with anybody, and you you can you then mm-hmm. you can fight Jigglypuff and you can unlock them. Uh, Cats and Falcon, complete classic mode in twenty minutes or less, and don't use a continue. Okay, that's not bad at all. I got that in two attempts at the Jigglypuff. Ness, yep, a little bit harder. Clear classic mode on normal difficulty, which there were five difficulties. Uh, and you have to, you can choose, like when you're playing the original game, you can choose between having one, two, three, four, or five lives. 
before you get your game over. Mm-hmm. But for Ness, you have to play on normal, set your lives to three, and if you use a continue, then you miss out on Ness. So you can't use a continue, which is like, okay, that's a little bit harder. Cool. Thanks. I have yet to get to... Um, I, I think the Kirby Fighters was where I got my first game over. I was like, God damn it. Fucking Kirby Fighters. <laughs> but like, then mm-hmm. there's the unlockable stage. Uh, Mushroom Kingdom, which you get by completing Classic Mode with all eight starting characters and then playing on each multiplayer stage at least once. I think you can just do that in Versus Match, but I'm not sure. You could not unlock mm-hmm. Battlefield or Final Destination though, in the original game. But then the modes, uh, you mm-hmm. can unlock the item switch so you can turn items off. Uh, but you have to play 100 rounds of Versus Match first. And then to unlock the sound test, which... Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to clear, break the targets, and board the platinums with all characters. And I honestly, when I was playing er, earlier, I did not expect break or er, break, board the platforms to be different for every character. I didn't know that. I thought it was one mm-hmm. set map. So that was uh, different for me to yep. find out. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it's so... Um... Like, I don't think the unlocks here are bad Literally, at all. Melee is yeah. the only game where I feel like it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit cheeky to have item switch locked behind anything. Yeah. But besides that. Besides but, but at the time, it was also, uh, like, nobody really cared about the item. Well, I don't, that's not yeah, what I mean. Yeah. I mean, see, like, it wasn't, nobody thought it was going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. True, true. Uh, and I, I remember never unlocking Mushroom Kingdom. How did that happen? It's so easy to unlock Mushroom Kingdom, and I remember I never unlocked it when I was a kid. Maybe and there was I, one character that you just years. never did classic mode with. Yeah, that is so. That's such a head scratcher, because then it shows up in a later game, and I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> I'm reading about it on like IGN or something back in the day when they promoted real journalism, and I was looking at uh, a, a old picture of that, and I'm like, "Oh my god, is this like the Toad leak from Nintendo from Nintendo Power for Melee or Sonic and Tails?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh, never mind. No, it's not. It's something." Um, yeah, and to, and to speak to the modes too. I mean, it's it's interesting. Where the platforms was pretty was pretty fun. I mean, it, between the couple of them, obviously, break the targets is more more of the ingenious addition. Uh, but I, I wouldn't have been mad about seeing where the platforms return for ultimate, for instance, yeah. um, just just for that callback. And it kind of just didn't happen, and it never has. It's never come back. Yeah, the, the uh, mini games. I mean, we had. Where the Platforms never came back. Uh, Race to the Finish came back in Melee, but was pretty different. I was not expecting to be chased mm-hmm. down by uh, enemy fighters when I did Race mm-hmm. to the Finish. Like, oh shit, okay. Uh, <laughs> funnily enough, on that one, um, one of the matches I was doing, Yoshi was the first opponent, or the polygon fighter version of Yoshi, and he actually followed me through the whole way through. It was like, uh, I don't think you're supposed to do that, sir! But his jumping, he was able to jump over the barrier. It's like, what are you doing? Leave me alone. I'm trying to get through these bumpers. Fuck off, Yoshi. No. But um, Break the Targets came back in Melee. uh, And it still had a different Break the Targets for every character. But then in Brawl, uh, it came back with just five different difficulty levels. And that was all it was. And then we never saw it again. And then our minigame selection Mm -hmm. since has been... 
honestly dwindling in a bad way. The mini game selection Smash in uh, future Smash I mean, titles has like, not been great. Yeah, and I, and I understand that the uh, modes and Smash have kind of taken a back burner in Ultimate because there's just so much that they wanted to compile yeah. into the game from, from previous games. So I understand that. But in, in the next Smash, um, Smash 6, um, hopefully we get back into a little more sinew with, with what we're dealing with um, as far as modes go. Uh, I think 64 for what it was definitely led a good groundwork as far as those minigame modes goes. Um, and as we discussed in depth in our future classic mode discussion, it had its limitations, but it did set the groundwork for like classic mode as it is and yeah. as it actually, sh- as it generally kind of should be. Yeah. Um, I mean, the reason it's called classic mode isn't because it's like. Yeah. Arcade mode from other fighting games is because in Smash Four it was called One P mode, and so now we call mm-hmm. it Classic because like that's the mode that that was the original one player mode in that game. Whereas successive games have added given us extra one player modes. So you can't just call it One yep. P game anymore. Yep. Yeah, you had One P mode, Two P mode, and um, extras. I think in Smash and options. So. Yeah. And options. Oh. What a what a time! I wonder if Sakurai's wife did. Actually, no, it was well. options you and know, it was data. Strange. Those were the four. Oh, that's right. That's so strange. That is so strange. Um, data. Um, what is this Star Trek? So there's one uh, thing that Smash sixty four does do better than Ultimate. Oh, and it does do better than yeah, and it does do better than Smash four, um, and Brawl, I think. The only one that does it better is Melee. Have the announcer screech the Super Smash Brothers title when you load the game. Why is that something that has stopped? Agreed. Like, why? Hardcore agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, going through the toy room and having, um, you know, Master Hand throw all these characters into, into life in the opening sequence where, you know, you're being, I don't know if it's quite the lore anymore, but where you're treating it like a, a kid playing with toys that's pretty darn cool and on the other hand i'm like where the hell do you get these nintendo toys kid um when you yeah his uncle works at nintendo that, oh my god probably his uncle's fucking sakurai um when you go Whoa, through all of that really and then you yeah yep <laughs> yeah he said you're you're never goats are never gonna be the same way again um so on the on the aside, uh, so when you go through that opening sequence, and then you hit it with that Super Smash Brothers, there's no there's no better feeling. Yeah. Um, I wish they brought that back, but I mean you, you've got it in the in the old days, and to, that was really to cool. be fair to Ultimate though. Ultimate has the cutscene uh, where they do light or what. What's that song called? Life form or something? No, life, well, life yeah. light, light. Something, yeah, I don't... something along those lines. I think it's life light. Actually, I don't remember for sure. But like they have this huge cinematic. All the characters are getting blasted and murdered. Yep, it's life. And their souls are being ripped out of their bodies, and it's fucking crazy. And I kind of feel like if they followed that up, they'd be like, you know, we had now because inside we have the title screen. And then they had the scream of the Super Smash. So I kind of feel like that would have taken away from that moment. So 
So I, so I can kind of understand yeah, why sure. it would have been there for all three. Because I feel like that would have, I don't know, it just would have felt odd to have that right after that huge yeah. cinematic. But it definitely sure. should have been there for Brawl. I don't think it would have been a problem there. And it def- definitely would not have been a problem with Smash, with, uh, Smash 4, when its cinematic intro mm-hmm. is just trailers stitched together. It's like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. 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 This one... Um, they had to do a whole lot of work here now, did you? And I guess no. to be fair, the brawl one is cutscenes from subspace. It's cutscenes from subspace emissary, but melee, mm-hmm. melee had damn good intro cutscenes. And Smash Six Four was, was charming in its own right as well. Sure, sure. Um, Smash Four definitely had the worst intro until, though, up until Life Fight. Oh yeah, absolutely. And in some ways, they really rapidly changed the gameplay form of Smash 4, laid the groundwork for Ultimate. Uh, Smash 4 Smash really is just... Smash 4 is just yeah. Smash Ultimate's beta. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And they knew it. They pretty much knew it when they were making it. So, um, Yeah. Melee, though, I mean, I remember seeing that intro in, in like, a Walmart, being like, oh my god, and watching it, like, ten times. Ridley's in this game? In the video game department. Wolf is in this game? Samurai Goro? Who's that? The, uh, what was it? The, the... Look at all the Pokemon that are in this game. Oh, I'm sorry, the Runaway Fire. But, yep. Yeah, all the poke. Yeah, victory bells in this game. You can play as it. What? That's crazy. Yeah, that's where it's at. Yep. Magic. Oh, I'm sorry. Goldie. Why has it not been turned to the Magikarp yet in Smash? Why is it Goldie? This is the mystery that I will never understand. Mm hmm. I wonder, if, I wonder if anybody's ever asked Sakurai about that. I'm sure somebody has. Yeah. Like, Pokeball. Were there any Pokeball Pokemon from 64 that have never come back? I'm pretty sure. Uh, have yes, been. there have been. Uh, Beedrill. Hitmonlee. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Beedrill and Hitmonlee. Yeah. Uh, Beedrill got effectively replaced by Unknown uh, in, mm-hmm. in Melee. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, I... Really? We're not going to have a quick and easy link here on Golding's own fucking page? Okay. Oh, wait, no, here we go. Uh, let's see, what other ones were in 64 that have never come back? Uh, Beedrill uh, never came back. Blastoise only came back from Melee. Same with Chansey, which is kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Charizard also only came back from Melee. Clefairy only came back from Melee. Uh, Hitmonlee never came back. Coughing never came back, but got replaced by Weezing in Melee. Uh, Meowth mm-hmm. skipped Melee and then has been back ever since, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Onyx never came back. Mm-hmm. Starmie never came back, but it got replaced by Staryu for Melee. And that's all of them. Mm-hmm. So Weird. really... Uh, Beedrill is the one, yeah. Mew, yeah. Snorlax, and Goldie have been in every Smash. Although Snorlax's wow. effectiveness has gotten reduced significantly mm-hmm. since 64 in Melee. 64, I was playing earlier, and he yeah. took up the entire stage's platform. It's like, oh, that's unfortunate. Melee, he was fucking huge. <laughs> Brawl? Ah, he's a baby now. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I we have characters. They have Pokemon that use takedown, mm-hmm. but not in the same way Beedrill did or Unknown. Unknown was only in melee and, and just yeah, next after that. I, I like how I like how they work though in Smash. Like I. That that's that's and they never replaced that functionality with a different one that was in that same way, which is a real shame. Because mm-hmm. they easily could. Mm-hmm. They could. The closest we had in Brawl was the Centurions and Pit's final smash. But that's about I it. I would say the closest was Latios and Latias. Oh yeah. And Cat and Anna by true. extension. Mm-hmm. But still not quite the same. They can definitely yeah. afford to have Beedrill or Unknown come back or have another Pokemon yeah. in, in their place. I mean, they no. brought back... Um, oh, fuck it. Who was it? There's another one from Tasky's World that came back for Ultimate. Trying to see... What I thought they did? Yes. No, no. Oh, no, it wasn't that. It was Caesar came back from Melee for Ultimate and works differently now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting that that was just one they randomly cut for so long. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It, it's only in those mm-hmm. two, Melee and Ultimate. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Very strange. Huh. There we go. Cool. Then, of course, the Sis Trophies were, what, toyed with since maybe Melee and then emerged for Brawl? Uh, I'm not really sure about that. Uh, it Got wouldn't it. surprise me if Sakurai had the idea for them in Melee. But I don't know if there's anything out there that's been mentioned about it. Let me Got see it. here. Um, no, yeah, okay. no. They were originally, they tried to implement them in Melee. Uh, the one that we nice. know about was that was the ducks from Duck Hunt, which would have just flied around oh, and been a, uh, been a distraction for everybody, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, cool. Um, something else I was thinking about... We got, Heading back to the characters for just a sec. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Diddy and Bowser and, and um, you too. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the implications of including Marth back then would have been. You see, okay. No. Okay. Before no. you go on down this tangent, I actually wanted to bring up a discussion point and I was going to talk about mm-hmm. this. So, first, I wanted to go okay. ahead and ask you okay, let's put you in the chair. Let's, let's say that you're on the team for Smash 64. Whether you have your future knowledge or not, I'll leave up to you. But you have room to add one more character that's one of these four. Mewtwo, King Dandadate, Bowser, Marth. Who do you add into Smash and why? Who do you make be the 13th character? Got it. So on top of the existing roster, the existing roster remains the same. Yes. And we add one more. Yes. Of the four. Okay. Um, assuming that the character can be created... To my parameters and not except uh, assume that assume that their moveset set would be uh, roughly equivalent to whatever they got when they were first at the Smash officially. So it would have been the melee version of Marth, Mewtwo, or Bowser, and the brawl version of King Daddy. Obviously, without a side special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, I'll tell you who my choice is, and then I'll tell you who my top two are. Okay. Okay, my choice, my choice is Marth. It's inescapable at this point. I mean, given my, if it was, oh, I have no knowledge of this, it might be a little different. At at the same time, it's the one franchise that's unique 
to smash at that point. Um, representing a, what is already a huge franchise in Japan. Um, and it would be a fairly fairly rudimentary moveset to, to include, I think, at any point in the series. Um, so that's my choice. No surprise there, probably. Uh, tertiary to that would be uh, King Dedede, because um, I think Kirby could stand to have a character in, the, in this spot. Bowser, I mean, that would be really cool. It's the likely choice, I think, if we were getting a 13th character in reality, because it's the Mario character. It's the villain. It makes sense. That's exactly why I'm not choosing Bowser. Uh, just, to, just to be a little different, because Kirby is also a very, very beloved franchise, and I think DDD would fit in fine um, in that in that scope. Back, uh, and and I think I, I just have a, I also have a hard time imagining that U two would just be done justice. I guess in in sixty four's framework, understanding the limitations of the sixty four, it might be a little, little odd. Fair. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's 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 me. So, here's my thoughts on the four of them. So, mm -hmm. outside of uh, King Daddy being a second Kirby rep, he doesn't really pop up in my head for me on this one. Uh, both with the future knowledge and with with that with nineteen ninety nine knowledge, I didn't even know Kirby anything back then, so that would never come up. And King Daddy would have been like the fourth one um, out of me for this whole list. Uh, initially, mm -hmm. I thought I was going to say Mewtwo, because Kid Me back then was into Pokemon. But I actually oh, just yeah. checked to see when uh, Mewtwo's movie came released, and uh, it was after 64. So yeah. for that, I don't think I would do Mewtwo. Uh, to be fair, it released in Japan um, about six months before Smash 64 released. But for the American release, which would have been when I would have known about it, I wouldn't have that. And also, uh, as we mentioned, Mewtwo would have been... I think he would have been the more difficult one to include based on like what his moves are and kind of how he moves around a little bit. Maybe not too much, mm -hmm. but he would have been more difficult of the four for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, if we're talking about, like, if we're not including future knowledge at all, then I go Bowser. Because he's the big oh, villain. Okay. He's like, he's like our game, the game gets, it's a third Mario character, but it's the first villain character. First and only. And that's definitely saying something. And I don't think Bowser not mm -hmm. having Koopa Claw would have been a problem for anything. It's like, who fucking cares about that we don't have It would have been move. cool to see him in his Super Mario 64 model running around in Smash. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. Been, that would have been fun. But um, if we're taking future knowledge into account, I'm throwing in Marth, and I have reasons. Mm -hmm. First of all, as you mentioned, uh, it'd be a new franchise. Fire Emblem wouldn't have it'd be Fire Emblem hadn't had a character before Marth and Smash, so there's that. Second of all, I'm thinking about things in these. Uh, this is why I interrupted you earlier, but the sweeping changes that would happen if Marth was in Smash sixty four. Because that changes history. If Bowser was added to 64 mm -hmm. for Melee, that really doesn't change anything too much. Uh, mm -hmm. Danny being added might change things a teensy bit. Mewtwo, maybe a teensy bit. Bowser wouldn't change anything. Marth? 
could change a lot. Because suddenly, Fire Emblem is most likely going to be introduced to the West sooner than it was. Uh, I'm not clear what Fire Emblem games were in, would have been releasing between Smash 64's release and Melee. Or maybe I more accurately say Smash 64 and Roy's game. Uh, Nothing. <laughs> well, was it not anything? Yeah. Not anything. Actually, no, that would make sense because sick. Well, uh, what about Thrasia? Because Snickery would have existed with Genealogy, but what about Thrasia 776? Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, oh, September right. 1st. Okay. Uh, yep. No, because that's September 1st, 1999. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. So, Thrasia mm -hmm. probably would have made it to America. Uh, and they might have given us genealogy as well, considering it kind of ties in. So they, they might have given us that one. Mm -hmm. uh, and we would have had Roy's genealogy. game be released yeah. as well. Yep. So that, that changes some mm -hmm. Fire Emblem history for, the, for worldwide audiences. But also, I think that changes Melee's roster a tiny bit. Not too much. But I do think it means that we don't get Roy. I think if Martha's in 64, then we do not get Roy in Melee. Because Martha and Roy were both mm -hmm. put into Melee... Uh, Westerners didn't know about these characters. Sakurai considered not even including them in the Western release because we didn't know them. And I kind of wonder if they had done that, if they would have given us replacements or not. I have, who knows? But Roy mm -hmm. was added to also um, uh, advertise the next Fire Emblem game. But I think if Fire Emblem was released in the West at that point, I don't think we would have gotten Roy. Mm -hmm. uh, if I recall correctly, I think it was debated between Roy and Leaf for that slot. So I think we would have mm -hmm. had Leaf instead. And that, in the, in the overall, past that point, may not have changed a whole lot because Roy immediately was gone for Brawl. It only came back to Smash 4 because people wanted him to, because people asked for him to come back. And I could see Leaf possibly having that exact same journey, but that still would have been mm -hmm. a departure. From reality, whereas the yellows being added in, mm -hmm. I don't think it would have been that different. But this, we would not have had to fire. <laughs> I don't. We I imagine Leaf still would have. <laughs> I imagine Leaf would have said how like he would have been a, a, a clone of Marth in first for melee, more than likely. But uh, Roy would not have any popularity if this happened. Mm -hmm. Roy only has popularity because of Smash Melee. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's kind of wild to think about that. yeah absolutely maybe we wouldn't have like 20,000 clones of Marth if we went this route in reality uh, well, I don't think that would change unfortunately yeah. <laughs> that just, the, Roy's existence does not or the, the, Mar, the Marth wars do not exist on Roy's inclusion in Smash because Lucina still sure. would have been Marth. And then Chrome just would have been Leaf. That's true. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, interesting. Inter yeah, I, I mean, it's a departure from reality, and it's the, the biggest... Genealogy and Thrasia might not be the black sheep of the Fireman franchise anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Absolutely. Still hoping for remakes one of these days. There's a lot that can be done there. Uh... I Every other day, it's like there's a there's a rumor of Fire Emblem remakes, either for Genealogy and Thrasia, Sacred Stones, actually not Sacred Stones, it's either Genealogy and Thrasia, 
Blazing and Binding Blade, or Path of Radiance Radiant Dawn. The rumor, it circulates between the three of them. It's like, okay, can you guys pick one? Please. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. At this point, I don't even know. I, I think I think I would want it to be Genealogy and Thrasia because we just have never got it. Yeah, which is here. fair. Like, I, yeah. I'd probably personally prefer the Tellius games because I'd like to be able to play them in a casual uh, mode. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, and those, um, those are like, the, yeah. that's the story that I'm the most interested in. But it's it's yeah, fair to absolutely. want uh, Thrasia and Genealogy since they've never had an American release. Mm-hmm. And the, mm-hmm. they're the oldest ones that um, have been remade yet. So, absolutely, absolutely. But um, Radiant. I mean, the Radiant games are my, are my favorite games in the series, um, as you know. And it's really. I mean, I my path of Radiance was. I gave it to a friend a long time ago, and now I'm looking at eBay. And I'm like, I should not have given it to a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because if I if I ever wanted to replay that, um, you know, by Legal. legal means i would i would have to pay like three hundred dollars to a scalper it's yeah, insanity so, this is why people yeah. emulate yeah and this is again i mean we we went off this tangent off screen before before the show started but it's pretty much nintendo's fault so re-release path of radiance and radiant dawn there'll be two games that are no longer your fault for price gouging on the internet yeah wow That'll be that'll be good, and people will buy them. It's like, I don't know. Sony and Microsoft figured out that you can sell your old games again on every new console. How Nintendo is still twiddling their thumbs, it's like guys. Yeah, get the program replacement for the virtual console. No, like it, it, it also be. could be nice. Like the mm-hmm. the rewind feature is fucking awesome. Uh, remote play is really mm-hmm. cool. Um... Being able to, like, how some of the games have cheat code versions of them. That's cool. Sure. Yeah. But I would take uh, putting the older games on eShop where I actually buy them. And I don't just mean a drip feed collection like what the Wii's uh, virtual console was like. No, I mean, like, give us your library of games. There is no reason for this drip feed bullshit. Yeah. Give us your library of games, and then let us buy what we want, and you'll make more money than you ever would have with the drippy. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus. Mm-hmm. If they canceled NSO right now, but put up like ninety percent of their NES through Wii U catalog of games uh, on the Switch's eShop, they would make a lot more money. Yeah, Easily. and I mean. Uh... The other companies figured this out already. I mean, I mean Microsoft. I mean, they, they they have their own problems. They would be like nothing without Game Pass right now, but they have it. Yeah, and it goes a long way. Just em just emulate that. It's not hard. Follow those footsteps. Oh, don't say that dirty word though. Ah, uh, yes. No, oh, never forget. <laughs> never forget. That they resold us Super Mario 3D All-Stars, but each of those games was an emulated version of those games. It's, and it's especially telling in Sunshine when it had debug elements in the version for consumers. Like, holy shit. Nintendo. Uh-huh. Fuck. Yep. 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 <laughs> when you said the dirty word and we're talking about Microsoft, I almost thought you meant Activision. 
But no, 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 no. That's <laughs> that is a dirty word. But no. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Hopefully, it won't be for much longer. Yeah. Get those guys out of there. Oh, what a, what a situation! Holy point. shit! Yep. Uh, a situation no one condones, and it's yeah. ter- terrible. And hopefully, we're turning a leaf on that. Speaking of leaves, for, like from Fire Emblem. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll add leaf to my list of Smashtopia's three sixty five. All right. All right. Because I'm. I'm, I'm, I have a casual interest in maybe doing that. Unless we wanted to save it for the show. Well, uh, my, my personal thought on that is I wouldn't bother saving up Leaf because there's a whole bunch of other Fire Emblem characters that we can do. And there are. I don't We're... know Leaf. Yeah. Like, yeah, we yeah. just Not did Lindis last season. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a little too early to do another Fire Emblem character this year. Probably. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, um, Smash sixty four. What a what a game! And, and Smash sixty four. What a game. Uh, there's something else that we haven't really touched on with sixty four though, and that's the stages. Mm-hmm. So just like you know, it has a small Smash roster. I say it has a small stage roster as well. But um, some of these stages, what the fuck are these designs? What is this Peach's Castle stage? Holy mm-hmm. shit. What? What? It's like they just took random geometric shapes and slapped it together. I don't get it. Like the Mushroom Kingdom stage? Like, no, that looks good. I like that. Yoshi's Island? I love her. Tech, it's, they call it Yoshi's Island, but it's from Yoshi's story. But I love how it looks like mm-hmm. a fold-up pop-out book. And the platforms, mm-hmm. the extra platforms are made out of cardboard. That's super cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Congo Jungle is yeah. also... Okay, this is like, let's do a random shape and just like randomly have moving platforms. Like, okay, I don't know what that has to do with the Congo Jungle, but okay. Hyrule Castle mm-hmm. is very much themed after the castle in Ocarina of Time. So, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Planet Zebus is like, hey, can we tilt platforms? We should try tilting platforms. Okay, also Acid. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but acid. And make the acids be yeah. able to go so high that sometimes only the top platform can be fought on. Okay. It that stage really stresses me out. Yeah. That it's one of yeah. the it's one of the only two that has never come back. Why? One of the only two. It did it did did start a long running thing of acid and metroid stages though. Acid or lava. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. vast majority. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dreamland, uh, really good stage, uh, classic Wispy Woods. Sector Z, you fight on top of Corneria, or not Corneria, uh, the Great Fox, and then it never came back, and then we got the Corneria stage, which is literally the same thing. It's like, okay, (laughs) alright. And then Saffron City, which is, honestly, Saffron City stresses me out a little. (laughs) Out of the one, like... Yeah. Saffron City and Peach's Castle both stress me out a little bit. Like the bumper, the weird sure. triangle shapes that do nothing helpful in the match, and that moving platform bothered me. And Saffron City's just like, here's a few thin platforms. Also, a random Pokemon will appear sometimes and just like kick you in the ass. Like, oh, okay. All right. Sure. Sure. 
hours a split second. <laughs> I like the idea of having Saffron City, like a city-based stage. For yeah. Still would be a little bit of a an engineer here I, in this modern age. but I'm um, also kind of confused because yeah. like, the, the main part of the Saffron City stage is Silfco, but then the building to the right of it has a helicopter landing pad. It's like, why? That's not in the original Pokemon games at all. There is no helicopter landing pad. What? Okay. Maybe, uh, maybe Sakurai just put his house in there <laughs> with the <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> um, Planet Zebus, horrible stage. Horrible stage. Um, Sector Z, yep, they emulated it in, in other ways later on. Yeah. Uh, they, they, Sector Z um, uh, just got flat out replaced by the Corneria stage. And Planet Zebus more or less yeah. was flat replaced as well by Brinstar. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Both of which, I think they're better stages than the 64 stage. And I also like that we got that front view of with Venom on the Great Fox as well. That was yeah. Great, uh, well, you, you want to know a fun story, uh, even though this is about Sack 64 here. So, the Venom stage, when I was playing Melee as a kid, I thought that was a different mm -hmm. ship. <laughs> I didn't know that was the Great Fox as a kid. I thought it was a different <laughs> ship entirely. I also, I also may have thought the ships were called Corneria and Venom. <laughs> hey, I didn't know Star Fox at the time. That's un that's okay. Understandable, understandable. That's funny. Uh, you know, I would be interested in a Corneria city stage, like on the yeah. ground. Uh, kind of, I mean, kind of take somebody somebody made one in the old Mercurios days. I don't remember who. For some reason, Albert Wicko Wanowitz, whatever his name was, comes to mind. But I don't know if it was him. It might have been DK3. Uh, I don't know. But somebody made it. I thought it was James, maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It could have been me, even. Yeah, I know. I played Assault. Mm -hmm. But uh, th there was another stage for um, Smash Bros. 4. Like, obviously, there was a Final Destination, and there was a, uh, a Battlefield, although back then it was called Dual Zone. But neither of those were playable in the multiplayer. And then there's also the Meta Crystal stage, or Metal Cave, or mm -hmm. Metal Cavern, Metal Mario stage, whatever whatever you end up calling it. But that was also only playable in the uh, Classic Boots uh, whenever you fight against Metal Mario. And I always liked the layout for that stage. I wish that one would come back someday. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that one should have been brought back in Ultimate. Whether it was mm -hmm. in its still same format or if they gave it a graphics overhaul, either way, that would have been super cool. Agreed. Yeah, it's an, it's a choice to to not have those three stages be in multiplayer, but it's like okay then. Yeah. So like, I guess, mm -hmm. like, they didn't think anybody would care to, because, like, Dual Zone and Final Destination are so simple. Final Destination has no extra platforms. Dual Zone is, technically speaking, the same thing as Dreamland's placement. It's just, uh, mm -hmm. there's no Wispy Woods, so you don't have to deal with any of that bullshit. And Actually, I, I don't... They were. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, no, um, you don't what? I was just, I was just saying, like, because uh, Dreamland has Wispy Woods, he's, you know, blows air on the stage. So Dual Zone is just Dreamland, but without Wispy Woods. Right. So I, I can see why he would think nobody would, would care. Yeah, true. Yeah, and back then there wasn't a president. No one really did. Um, but yeah, thank, 
like if they did include those three stages or at least final destination and dual zone mm-hmm. that's another history changer we probably would have had a field called dual zone forever and that would yeah. have just been a little little bit strange i wonder why it was changed to battlefield in melee i wonder i don't know dual zone just sounds so 90s it, it sounds like a place that you would go play arcade games i mean it's I mean, hey, uh, Smash only exists because Sakurai liked King of Fighters, an arcade fighting game. Yep. Yep. Hey, guys, let's go to Dual Zone and pick up a pizza puck. (laughs) Play some KOF 2000. Oh, boy. Yeah, Sakurai was so into it when Terry got added to Smash. My goodness. And I, I enjoy Terry quite a bit more than I thought I would, too, probably because of Sakurai's passion. So here's what the uh, Smash Wiki has to say about the Dual Zone stage and its name. The Mm -hmm. name Battlefield is retroactively applied to this stage as redesigns of the stage that have appeared in later games in the series share that name, and no name in other languages was widely known before the Battlefield name was popularized. However, this stage's official name in Japanese, Dual Zone, doesn't match the name for Battlefield in the Japanese versions of Melee and later games, all of which use the name Battlefield. Mm-hmm. So even in Japan, oh, they true. changed the name to Battlefield in Melee on. Why? I don't know. I'm curious. Odd. Well, I, Maybe I, it was I just like no called idea. Dual Zone internally, and they just didn't come up mm-hmm. with a an actual official name. But then when they saw people, I don't know. I don't know where Battlefield. I don't know if it was still being called Battlefield before Melee or not. I. I don't know. Sakurai had an X that. Just said we should name it Dual Zone, and then they broke up between Melee and 64's development. And he's like, "Fuck this!" Let's call it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take them to Dual stage, Zone. Though? I mean, my favorite yeah, stage from 64. Oh mm-hmm. uh, well, it's not Peach's Castle. Peach's Castle. I mean, Hyrule Castle is at Hyrule Castle. Why is Peach's Castle not at Peach's Castle? Honestly, it might be Yoshi's Island. I agree. Or as it's Ultimate called now, an Ultimate uh, Super Happy Tree. But, like, I I mm-hmm. love the design for this stage. Like, it's super good. Like, I never played um, Yoshi's Story, so there's none of that nostalgia there for me. But I just love the aesthetic. And the aesthetic has... Uh, mm-hmm. It stayed true for all of its future releases. That It looks like it's coming mm-hmm. out of a, a little pocketbook, although it's two giant clunks of wood, but what the fuck ever. The platforms inside of it are cardboard looking. It's so cool looking. Uh, and it's, and it's yeah. one of those that's like, this is a, a more unique platform arrangement. It's not just mm-hmm. a cookie cutter battlefield again. Sorry, Midgar. Agreed. But you're a little cookie cuttery. You got a gimmick, <laughs> but it's like, why do you need Battlefield's platform arrangement? Sure. Yep. It's like, I don't, yep. I, I don't. There's the whole... It's always going to be a battle between casual and competitive. Always. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't like that we're just doing things like, oh, we're going to make all these things that are just going to be competitive safe. And the platforms mm-hmm. are on the more boring side of things. It's like a stage... And then, and then, it, then Sakurai falls it up. It's like, but I'll give it a crazy gimmick. It's like, it doesn't need to be a crazy gimmick. Just, just mm-hmm. let it... Put make make the gimmick be light, and then have the platform arrangement be unique. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. There you go. 
There you like go. Planet Zebus, I like his platform arrangements. That's fun looking. I don't like the acid. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, I think of Yoshi's Yoshi Story, whatever Super Happy Tree is my favorite as well for the reasons you listed. Um, also Dreamland. I think of the of the stages represented here. Clearly, the most perennial are Super Happy Tree and Dreamland, given that they kind of set a precedent and returned in future in future installments. Yeah. Uh, uh, third place is Hyrule Castle for me, probably. I, I like that it really gets you on the castle grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, the canonicity takes it a long way. It's also um, the only one that's like more... big in 64. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's the big stage for 64. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Later, Temple, and then moving on to great stages like the Great Cave Offensive, you know. There is such a thing as too something that's too big in Smash, and shockingly, it's not actually Ridley. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> uh, I also have to give the honorable mention to uh, Metacave or Metacrystal, whatever you want to call it, because that's a really cool yeah. looking stage as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I I wish we could play on that stage more easily in '64. Yeah. And I wish it returned in Ultimate. Yeah. I mean, if they said now, if oh, I could surprise, add surprise, surprise, if I could yeah. add only one missing stage into Ultimate, it would be Metacrystal. Sorry, Pokefloats. Yeah. Sorry, Yoshi's Woolly World. Metacrystal's coming back. I agree. I mean, it's it's to the to the precedent. I mean, if if Sakurai came out tomorrow and said, well, "Actually, we have one more stage for you. It's Metacrystal." <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> if only he's like, actually, it's just Evil Ryu for no reason. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Evil Ryu, the sta- it's it's like the uh, the trophy stages in Melee's event mm-hmm. matches. Here oh, you go, like- fight on Evil Ryu. It's like, huh? What? See, his rippling <laughs> muscles. Like, I don't... What? <laughs> huh? That would be great. That would be better than Ultra Street Fighter 2, just adding him and Violent Ken into the game. Be like, oh, yeah, there you go. 60 bucks. Oh, that happened. Um, okay, well, cool. All right. Well, Smash 64 changed our worlds, even if I may not have known it at the time. But uh, that's that. So Someday mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll do a similar episode talking about Melee and, you know, probably mm-hmm. we're all in whatever as we get through the years. But... I yeah, guess the absolutely. last thought I have about 64 is it really needs to be added to the Nintendo Switch Online services and it really needs online multiplayer. Please. Agreed. Does Mario Kart 64 have online multiplayer? I'm pretty sure uh, it does. I feel, it, I feel like they have done online for some of them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know for sure. Got it. Yes. Yes. Uh, Mario Kart 64 does have online. Apparently. From what gotta I'm get, gotta quickly get the guys trying to find here. For that one of these days. Nice. Yeah, it says with newly added online play for up to four players. Which... Nice. Really? Four? But whatever. I'll take it. I know. It's better yeah. than nothing. Absolutely. So, yeah, if I recall correctly, they were, the leaks said that Mario or Smash 64 was going to come to uh 
to the Nintendo Switch Online. I guess we just gotta wait. Okay. That will be yeah, the day I... that I that I upgrade to the Nintendo 64 version. <laughs> That's also fair because right now there's not a whole. Oh, you don't want the Happy Home upgrade for your fifty bucks? Oh no, I don't play Animal Crossing. Also, the fact that an upgrade to Animal Crossing, uh, I God, I can't remember what the game is called anymore. New Horizons. The fact that they lock content for that behind the N64 upgrade for NSO is so stupid. What the mm -hmm. fuck were you thinking? <laughs> They're thinking we can make money by doing almost nothing. Ah, just <laughs> like about... Luigi. Yep, <laughs> just like Luigi. Just like Yoshi, some might say, but he actually worked pretty hard for all that. Yeah, you know, Yoshi um... worked hard for his money and, and concealing it. Yep. So did Turnip Boy. Uh, that's what I hear. <laughs> All right, though. Uh, Smash 64, what a wonder you were. Uh, God. You... We owe a lot to you. Truly. We do. Literally, probably... I, I don't know roughly... what I would be doing right now if Smash 64 was never created. We never would have met. I know that much. Yeah, we never would have met unless it was over another video game, which... What are the odds? Mario Kart... Our, our, <laughs> our tastes at the time when we found Mercurius were so wildly different. No fucking way. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we wouldn't have met each other, and we wouldn't have met a lot of the other folks that we've gotten to know over the years yeah. as well. Um, I might not even be using Discord. Have... Yeah. Could have had a totally different life as like a what a pencil pusher or something like Timmy Turner's dad. This is where I put my dignity. This is where I put my dignity school. if I had any. <laughs> well, we still don't have any of that. Neither that's of true. us. But, but uh, we do have a podcast about Super Smash Brothers, and that's yeah. all thanks to Smash sixty four. So, or uh, you know, and and Sakurai's original vision for the Dragon King. Captain Falcon can right. also thank Dragon King quite a bit. So, yeah, damn right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to go ahead and wrap it up here for today. So, next time on Supercast Brothers. Yeah. Oh, I just realized that when we did this in the last episode, we said we were doing it talking about Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, and then we changed gears. Oops. Sometimes what? that happens, though. Sometimes <laughs> that happens. It doesn't happen to us too often, but, you know, occasionally. Anyways, uh, next time... We played it. Yeah, we did. And then we realized it's the 64th episode. What are we doing? Uh, but mm -hmm. next time around, it's back to Smashtopia. And, you know, kind of like we're, we're building a pattern here. Once a season, we do a Smashtopia episode that's not about a character. In season one, we... Uh, Talked about a lot of assist trophies. A lot of assist trophies. Uh, in season two, we had mm -hmm. uh, a lot of stages. This time around, Pokeball Pokemon. We're building a lot of them, and we're going to be throwing out quite a few ideas uh, at you all, and then uploading them all to the wiki that, that maybe that same night or the stretched out across the year. Jono. 
We'll see how it goes. But all right. Gonna... Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see you all next time. And we'll see you next time. Yep.